We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's that herb? I'm sorry. Outside of the building to start the season, there was a school of thought that three or four wins would be understandable, if not acceptable, for this season, so long as there was obvious progress collectively and individually for some of the players. Number one, what do you think about that thought? And then number two, where have you seen that progress, both collectively as a team, but also some of your individual wins? Yeah, um, that's a pretty long answer to that. Yeah. Last week. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Really, it's about, you know, when you look at the, you know, wins and losses and all those things, certainly that's disappointing, uh, obviously, but, uh, you know, but you see, you see the progress, you know, and to me, it's about foundational floor. You know, you see that. And, you know, Justin and I had the conversation yesterday about the leadership, you know, that we've had from players and coaches to be able to set the vision and set the direction of how we go about our business and, and working through our habits every single day. And that's what resonated to him and that's what resonates to me. Because if you do that over time and, you know, and you have additional draft picks and all those other things and you work you work towards that and you're and all that improves and all that it's going to be good it's going to be really good but you can't have that without the foundational floor of the habits it takes in creating the winning environment that it takes to to get that done the parkinson spiegel show afternoons on the score yeah a little bit cooler today gabe and grody filling in for parkinson spiegel and you think you're cooler than dan bernstein and jason leisure no then parkinson spiegel i do much cooler. Um, uh, but we get to talk to the guy who just asked that question right there. And I'm trying to get this in quickly because him and I only talk when it's dark outside. So I'm trying to get him on before you know the, the sun goes down. Uh, it is my guy joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Of course, he's from It's the Bigs. Uh, we got Herb Howard joining the show. What's up, Herb? Hey, Brady. What's going on? How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Uh, so Justin Fields. Not playing on Sunday, no surprise to you, right? No, no surprise to me. I think some people kind of even expected that coming out of the bye. I certainly understood why they chose to why they chose to go ahead and play them some more. But at this point, I think that it's just it behooves the Bears to, you know, without saying so, not really try to win this game. And so um, I think we just kind of seen a, a bit of a, a waving of the white flag. And so if he's got any nagging injury, be it the hip, be it whatever it may be. 
go ahead and sit them and, and, and start to look forward to next year. And we began to ask some of the, the next year questions today out at Hallis yeah. Hall, Herb. And I thought one of the, the interesting parts of it was to let's get the some evaluation from Matt Eberflus on Justin Fields and what he needs to do better. And then I zeroed in on the, the rhythm and timing aspect of it. Did you get anything out of any of the evaluations that Eberflus was attempting to give the media today? I mean, I think he he can he he tries to be as evasive as possible in terms of some of his own evaluations. But there's some nuggets you can get from some of the things that he's saying. And I think he's generally um, at least honest about you know how he feels in terms of player development. I think he understands that Justin certainly took some steps forward, but he certainly has a lo- has a long way to go in terms of being a complete quarterback in this league. And some of that is is his own doing, and some of that is is largely due to what he has or the lack thereof of what he has around him in terms of, you know, the, the offensive line and wide receivers. And oftentimes we talk about, you know, the throws that he misses or the receivers that he misses. But I think you got to look at the full picture and understand that he often is dealing with the collapsing pocket quickly around him. And there's a cumulative effect for that. And so sometimes even when you have a clean pocket, you feel like you may not. And so you pour your eyes down, you miss a guy that's kind of open down the field, or you're not used to wide receivers running wide open down the field, but you don't expect it. So I think that Justin's got to be able to take those step forward, steps forward in his personal development. But I think a lot of that will also be aided by just improving the quality of talent around him. Herb, let's say, let, let's say that Justin doesn't improve the, the throwing aspect of his game. Let's say like what we have right mm-hmm. now is pretty much the quarterback that we're going to see for the Chicago Bears over the course of the next two or three years. Is that good sure. enough for you? Again, it, it depends on if you add talent around him. Even with the talent, let's say the they do. Let's say they let's say they draft a guy. Let's say they bring in a free agent. Let's say they, yeah. they get some offensive linemen, and it's still the same Justin Fields that you've seen this season. Is that good enough for yeah, you? I think, yeah, yeah, I think I think he's enough. I think he's shown the ability to make elite level throws. I don't think there's a throw on the field that he can't make, whether it's down the field, intermediate, or whatever. I think he's shown at at some point the ability to make those throws. He hasn't done it consistently, and again, that's on him but it's also on the town that's around him that will allow him to be comfortable. So I think even as his game is currently constructed, the player that he is today, if you get him a legitimate number one receiver, if you get him a real NFL offensive line, I think he's good enough to win with and, and even win because of. And so, yeah, I, I think that Justin is where he should be. Talk about a second-year quarterback, digesting his second system with not a lot of elite-level talent around him. So I like where Justin Fields is. Again, he's got a long way to go. He's got a lot more things to improve. He knows that. He understands that. But a lot of those things are going to be viewed differently once there's talent around him. Kind of like we've seen with, with, with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Everybody was a couple of years ago, oh, he can't throw the ball. His throwing motion is terrible. Then you get him with, you know, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, and now he's MVP candidate. So it, it, it's him, but it's also everything else around him. No doubt. And other than the, the Justin Fields news and that, that he will not start this Sunday against Minnesota in the season finale, Herb. The, the Bears have now placed Tevin Jenkins, Michael Schofield, and Josh Blackwell on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Fishbane was reporting earlier today, and I haven't even looked to see if it's been made official yet, but uh, Fishbane reporting the Bears have signed wide receiver Equinemius St. Brown to a one-year extension. extension. And you yeah. hear, that's the ladies and gentlemen, that's Gabe Ramirez yes. clapping in the background. <laughs> He's been their best receiver. Well, I mean, that's what you brought in a whole bunch of guys that are B-level receivers, right? In the hopes that one of them can stick around for another year. Yeah, I think I think I think it's fine. I think having EQ 
for another year is fine. Obviously, you got uh, Chase Claypool coming in for coming up for the next season coming up, and so listen, those guys are fine. But I think you got to be able to improve that group from the top down. So I don't want to go into another season where we're hopeful that Chase Claypool or we're hopeful that Darnell Mooney could be a number one. I think both of those guys could be legitimate number two receivers for you. And if one of them ends up being a number three for you, then I think you're in a really, really good spot. And then you still got a guy like EQ that can contribute. You still got Vales that's going to develop. And so I think you can be in a good spot with one offseason, but you have to be improving it from the top down and not from the bottom up. And so I think it's fine that they went ahead and extended EQ. I think it's probably as much to do with some of the financial things as much as anything, we'll see what the what the actual contract looks like in terms of what's guaranteed for 23 and what's guaranteed for 24. But I think EQ, you know, showed himself to be a serviceable wide receiver that Justin can depend on. So I'm 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 cool with that signing. Yeah, I mean, if if you're not depending on Equinemia St. Brown to be a featured wide receiver, then he's a perfect guy to have around because he was he was terrific as far as being a blocker. And we start to mm-hmm. get just a little idea of the types of guys that will be rewarded by this regime. And that is probably the smallest of the extensions or signings that we're going to see once this thing really hits. But it, it, it's a little bit of a, a breadcrumb and a clue. The the offensive line, too, man, and I mentioned Tevin Jenkins, obvious. I mean, that no no surprise, nor for Michael Schofield. And that this gives us a little more insight, too, on why they're not throwing Justin Fields out there again. Mm-hmm. But who of mm-hmm. any of these guys can you guarantee Teamy will return on the offensive line in the spot that they have been in this year. They got nothing for you on that. I, <laughs> I, would, I would bet that Braxton Jones is going to be one of your five, just because you listen. He's a fifth round pick. He's got the physical traits that you're looking for in terms of the size, the long arms, all the things that they liked about him coming out of the draft. And now as a fifth round rookie, he's going to have 17 NFL stars under his belt. That is a win if you can get 15 stars. I mean, 17 stars out of your fifth-round left tackle. Now, is he going to be your left tackle with a move him over to right? Who knows? But if I had to bet on any one of those guys coming back and returning in the position, I would start with him. And then maybe you look at some other guys, but I think that, you know, if you overhaul that entire thing, I don't think anybody would say that you're wrong for that. I think they'll continue to want to have a look at, at Bracken Jones. You'll see what happens with, with, what happens with Cody Whitehair, but um, I think they, they need to make some – changes there right maybe a, a complete overhaul but certainly some changes there so no i don't think any of those guys are for sure locked not even breakfast we're talking to herb howard chicago bears beat reporter for it's the bigs right here on 670 the score i'm gabe ramirez along with mark grody filling in for parkins and spiegel you know speaking of uh, the draft class this most recent one for ryan poles valis jones kind of had himself a a topsy-turvy type year where you know people no were down on him and then obviously he's He's uh kind of looked decent. Oh, oh, you know, Chicago decent over the last couple of weeks. Where <laughs> where are you at, Herb, uh, with your assessment of Velas and, and and his rookie season? Not fake decent. Um, I think that <laughs> I think that Velas has had you know just as you said an up and down season, but some of that is to be expected from a rookie. I think that you know he came in, he actually had the the, the muff punt issues and the fumble issues, and that's the thing that can just get in your head as a player. And the minute you're back there trying to field punts and you're thinking about dropping it. You're going to drop it, right? And so you start to have those issues, and you got a sure-handed guy like Dante Pettis who's more of a natural punt catcher, and so you get him back there. And then Velas has the fumble on offense, and so he gets just kind of like behind in terms of having those opportunities. But um, I heard a lot of people saying, you know, I'm done with him, get rid of him. It's like, no, the kid has too much natural ability, too much explosive potential to just get rid of him right offhand. He's a third-round pick. 
give him another opportunity. And so I think the Bears will certainly go about, you know, giving him more opportunities to, to prove himself. And I, I think that he can still be a weapon for you. And so, again, he has, you know, a trait that you can't teach him, that speed and explosiveness. He's a guy that has size with him. So I'm looking forward to him at least being your kick returner going forward, but also a guy that you can use uh, in terms of some gadgets and things offensively. So I'm, I'm not as down on Velas as I heard some people were. And he has bounced back pretty nicely to show, hey, I can still be a playmaker uh, for this team in the kicking game and maybe on offense. This may be the hardest question to answer of this entire segment. Um, out at Hallis Hall today, Gabe, and you know Herb was out there, I was out there. After they had, you know, Matt Eberflus comes up and had a really good press conference with us, some good insightful stuff, and he broke the news that Justin Fields was not going to play. After that, here comes Nathan Peterman. <laughs> have at him. Here, have at Nathan Peterman. And it took a little while for us to get revved up because it's hard. Like, all of a sudden, there's this – it wasn't a curveball. Like, so we should have anticipated. But it took a little while to get the juices flowing. Like, what do we want to ask Nathan Peterman and all of that? So, that's my long-winded way and background of asking you the, the difficult question, Herb, of – what are you looking for in this final game <laughs> that the Bears are playing against Minnesota? And if there's nothing, I understand. We'll go on to the next question. Bro, you didn't have a notepad full of questions for Nate Peterman this morning when you got to that <laughs> I was scrambling, man. I was scrambling. And then finally some that people was, came through. It, it was definitely a, a bit of a curveball. But I think that, again, I think that the Bears are wise to start to look forward. You're sitting here with an opportunity to secure – the number one pick going into the draft. And that's going to be a very, very valuable resource for the Bears, whether or not they choose to make that selection or trade down. I think it's going to be very, very valuable for them. And so it makes a lot of sense. And then you can say, hey, we want to get an opportunity to get a look at some of, the, uh, some of these other guys. We see guys getting caught up from the practice squad, the Marquise Gates, Jalen, like, like all these different guys that are getting the opportunity to kind of come up and play. And so you, you'll, you'll you know, keep your eye on some of these young guys to see, okay, is there somebody who kind of stands out that says, okay, well, maybe they can be – somebody who can stick around and be a depth piece for you going forward. I want to continue to get looks at Jalen Jones at corner and see what he looks like. I want to see Kyler Gordon continue to develop those types of things. As many uh, reps as Braxton Jones can get, the better. And so those are the type of things I'll, I'll be looking for. But in terms of things that truly matter for, for you know, this game on Sunday, there's not a lot to be looking for. Just trying to see are any of these guys, you know, worth having some excitement about or some expectation for them going forward as they continue this rebuild. Herb Howard on 670, the score. Uh, you know, Herb, obviously you've been uh, next to the team the entire season. So I, mm-hmm. I, I want to take a step back and look at it on a macro level and just ask you, you know, what, what were some of the positives you saw throughout the course of the season outside of Justin Fields' legs, right? I mean, you were there, you've seen it. I mean, what, what would your takeaways be? I've been very impressed just by the, the competitive makeup of this team. They've been tough throughout the season. They fought hard. You know, they haven't given up. They haven't really beaten themselves in many games. They've been there late in games against some really good teams. And I think that's a good sign in terms of the culture and the foundation. We we heard Coach Ibiflis talking about laying that foundation today. And I think that's just, you know, one of the good things you can point to and say, hey, at least his message is getting through in terms of competing, in terms of fighting, in terms of hustling. All those things we talked about, the hits principle and everything else, you see that from this team. Now, eventually, you're going to have to get – more horses on this team. But I think that just having, you know, that, that, that competitive makeup and also 
the the unity in that locker room. You know, you talk about a team that loses nine, potentially ten games in a row, that thing could get really, really ugly. And, Brody, you can to me, it never looked bad in the locker room where guys were not talking to each other or sad or, you know, being dismissive. They continue to be upbeat and positive and talk about getting better and working together and, you know, having each other's backs. We never really saw things get ugly like that. And so um, I think that's another good sign in terms of, uh, the foundation that they're trying to build for how the type of team that they want to be. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've said it a, f- a few times on these airwaves that uh, it's the old for whatever it's worth. It's a very good locker room, a very good locker room. And uh, a lot of guys willing to talk and participate and put up with us in those locker rooms. It's been a really good year for that. And I, and I hope that that part stays. And I know a lot of those guys won't be there, but I hope that that's a product of culture, Matt Eberflus and, and all of that. And one of the guys too, man, the the reemergence of Eddie Jackson, I think, has been really fun mm-hmm. to watch. And you know, he's he'll be here. And he's I think he signed through twenty twenty four. They like Eddie Jackson and his reemergence as a as a leader. You know, as a vocal, like not just a guy. You know, lead by example, a vocal leader yeah. and a guy who's back to you know getting interceptions. Yeah, you hear all those young kids talk about Eddie Jackson. You talk about the development of the secondary, and there's been a lot of development in that secondary with these young guys because of attrition and injuries. They, you had guys, Jalen Jones, Josh Blackwell, Josh Hicks, all these guys get an opportunity to come in, and, 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 I mean, Elijah Hicks, I'm sorry, to come in and play, and every time you talk to them, they talk about Eddie Jackson, the influence that he's had on them, and just watching him go about his business, but also being able to pick his brain and him being a leader to tell them, hey, do this, do that. And so I think that he's been a very, very good influence on all of those young guys in terms of their development. I think that he is the perfect complement to the player that Jaquan Brisker is. I think they both help each other in that Eddie Jackson doesn't really want to get down the box and take on running backs and tight ends, but Jaquan wants to. He loves to do it. And so Eddie Jackson gets to kind of roam that center field like he likes to do, and that helps Jaquan as well. And so I think that he's going to be uh, a valuable member of that team going forward on the field and in the locker room. Herb, fantastic stuff. Love talking to you now that the season's coming to a close. I hope you and I could uh, grab a beer sometime. Let's do it, my brother. Always a pleasure. Thank you all for having me. All right. Herb Howard, Bears beat reporter for It's the Bigs, hanging out with us here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez, along with Mark Grody, filling in for Parkins and Spiegel today. We got a lot of text messages asking, uh, saying that they want the, they want the guys back. Are we getting Parkins tomorrow? Danny and They want Danny and Spiegs back? Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. I mean, guys, I'm trying to make – just in case they're listening, I'm trying oh, to – Oh, oh do, do they want Danny and Spiegs back? No, they do. The Spiegs, I'm saying, are they coming back tomorrow? Gabe is – Do they want the Danny and Spiegs they got yesterday back? Is that what they're saying? <laughs> no one's texting that, right? Like, for real? No, no. People that's... are texting that? Oh, okay. Gabe was trying to pacify the guys. I am trying to make the guys, you know, just – I was trying to set up, like, yeah. a Danny and, and, and Spiegs to be back tomorrow. Right. Yeah, well, it's it's the holidays, and I still have a few extra days off because my contract rolls into after the new year, so how that works is I still have vacation days left, so I'm still using them. And, and the spring I- book starts tomorrow, Speaks. And I'm island vibing, babe. <laughs> I'm watching the grand game of baseball, island babe. Island vibing. That's right. You can't walk your way off, babe. Well, you, you can no, enjoy you can't. yourself. You have, to take a, you have to take a boat. That's how, that's how water works. Virgin. I'll be Shane. Yeah, virgin. That's what virgins do. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Now. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, have, I have two kids. I have, I have Owen. I have, I have Eli. You've met him. Whatever, man. I'm having Ronji over this week. Can can <laughs> can Spaceballs? Danny and uh, Speaks throw it to break. Is that, that's just something that could happen here? Yeah, I would do it in like 20 seconds. 
I'd drag it 20 seconds if you can. Dork. Let's, 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 dork. They don't follow the clock let's, anyway. So let's worry we, about the quarter hour. Ferdin. He's always saying that. I'm going to go cook ribs. If he's worried about the quarter hour, why is he going to break at 20? Ah, that's a whole other conversation. All right, Gabe and Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel. Uh, we'll continue this Justin Fields conversation because there's someone in particular who said that uh, he's still uncertain whether or not Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future for the Chicago Bears. Who is he and what did he say? We'll find out on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody right here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Third down and goal at the one-yard line. Fields in the gun. Montgomery to his right. Pringle in. Mooney line up left. Mooney in motion. Snap. Fake. Fields looking to throw. Pump fake. Now in big trouble. Brought down. Nope. He slips the tackle left to the five. Can he get in? Oh. He does. He powers in and somehow gets in the end zone and blew through a Detroit Lion. Made something big out of nothing. Touchdown Bears. Love hearing Jeff Joniak with the call right there on WBBM AM alongside Tom Thayer. I'm Gabe Ramirez with Mark Grody. We're filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today. But unfortunately, two of those guys on that highlight will not be playing on Sunday. Darnell Mooney and now we've heard Justin Fields will not touch the field as well. I told you guys that earlier that I saw Hub Arkish out at uh, Hallis Hall. It was great to see him. He's lost some weight. You know, so, but he has not, Hub Arkish, has not lost his fastball. You are putting yourself in a bad spot if you think you could take advantage of Hub Arkish right now because he was on yesterday with some form of the Dan Bernstein show because Dan Bernstein was on all day yesterday. No, it was the Bernstein and Holmes. No, it was, it was, it was the Parkinson Spiegel show. See, I can't do this right. Thanks for listening, Grody. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jason Leisure was filling in with Dan Bernstein on this afternoon show, and they were talking about Justin Fields, and Hall Barker said some really interesting things about Justin Fields. I, I'm impressed by the young man. He, he, he's an impressive kid. I, I, I like a lot of things about him, but the caution that I offered a week or two ago, I'm even more concerned about now. Um, this young man has got a long way to go. And I heard you guys talk a little while ago, and I don't think you said that they've got their quarterback, but this feeling that maybe they do, uh, I'm not sure of that at all. Uh, he's not even an average passer yet. Uh, he may be the best runner in the league. Uh, if not, he's certainly one of the best runners, and that is a great thing to have. He has shown tremendous leadership and toughness. I think he's got the arm strength. What he doesn't have is the knowledge of the position. He's not seeing things as well as the good ones do. And, and and it's a really interesting situation right now because they may still end up with the first pick. It sounds like the worst is going to be the second pick. And there is no guarantee that they've got their quarterback of the future yet. They've got a kid that's worth working with. And, and I can say a lot of good things about him and nothing negative about him. But let's be honest about where he's at right now. And he is nowhere near a sure thing at quarterback. And, and I'm sure that that is very interesting uh, for the Bears, you know, people right now and what to decide because you don't get a lot of first or second round picks and uh, it's going to be curious to see how they react to it. There is a reality that we all know. There hasn't been a Super Bowl winning running quarterback in the history of the league. You don't win Super Bowls and you don't consistently win big games with your quarterback running the football. It's a great asset to have, you know, and he can, he looks to be special running the football. He may be the best running quarterback of all time and he may change that. But it's never happened before, and so to count on it now is a real risk. What people should be watching is how he throws the football, what kind of passer he is, and, and, and what kind of decisions he's making. And, and, and that has been going backwards the last three or four weeks. Not backwards. It, it, it's, let's say it stood still the last three or four weeks. And, and because it is so rare to, to have uh, you know, a first-round pick or even a second-round pick, and because there are – and I don't know if any of these kids this year are the one that I'd want with the first round pick, but there's going to be four of them in the first round at least. And, and you have to evaluate that. You got to make decisions. You know, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about guys, and I've heard nobody talk about this is that I'm not so sure that the bears couldn't be a great team by drafting a new quarterback of the future and keeping Justin Fields as a combination running back, you know, super tool, um, you know, phased, whatever you want to call it, and they could build something really interesting with something like that, if that's what they need. I'm not saying he's not going to be the next great quarterback. He may be, but but I just think people have gone too far and, and, and that, that they've overrated what he's done so far. Hub Argus right there uh, said it with a straight face, putting Justin Fields in a different kind of a position. <laughs> and I understand sure that. Yes. I, love, I love the fact that he mentioned that no Super Bowl has been won with a running quarterback because immediately – Patrick Mahomes came to mind. And so looking at his stats in, in the playoffs where they won the Super Bowl, 13 attempts for 52 yards that year in the playoffs. Mm. So not a ton okay. of running right there from Mahomes. And that's, I, I thought in my mind, I was like, well, didn't Pat Mahomes run a lot? Or doesn't he run a lot? You know, not the case at all. Yeah, 52 rushing yards in total in three games in that 2020 run. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, filling in for Parkinson Spiegel here on 670 to score. Thoughts about what Hub Archer said? I was a little bit surprised that he said I'll just say I completely disagree with Hub saying that he's nowhere near being a sure thing at quarterback 
I, I I can accept that he's not 100% there yet, that there's there's still some tests and things that he needs to do and show the team before he'll get his millions, uh, but the nowhere near, that, and that he's, Hub says he's more concerned now than ever with all of that. And then the part the, the part that I thought that you would get the biggest kick out of was the part where he is, as, as you kind of mentioned right away, is the idea that, you know, Hub is saying that, you know, why not draft one of those quarterbacks? And You're just smiling because that's your notion. <laughs> no, that's your idea. There. No, no, no. He's stealing your idea. I only said it as, wouldn't it be interesting? Awesome. Like, if I they, think you said no, awesome. No, I never said that. Wouldn't it be awesome well, if the awesome, Bears picked another quarterback? Maybe awesome because it would be interesting. I, I do think that Justin Fields is the future quarterback for the Chicago Bears. That doesn't mean I don't think it would be wholly interesting okay. if the Bears were to take a quarterback in the first round. That would be all sorts of That's a- interesting. And and <laughs> in a year where they need everything and they have nothing, why would it be crazy? It'd be the most for Chicago the, Bears the, thing that would ever happen. To, that, have, that, to, have, two, to have two really good quarterbacks on a roster? Someone. What are you talking but about? But did you hear how Hub said it? He said, I'm not sure any of these guys are, are worthy of the number one or number two pick, but yeah. the Bears should pick one <laughs> and, <laughs> and run awesome. it with. <laughs> yeah, and throw a nice little sweep again to, to Justin Fields on the side. Okay, looking at uh, some guys, I mean, because what Hub really said was that, you know, he didn't believe that Justin Fields was, you know, that quarterback just yet. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, based off the organization and where where they are at right now currently, it's tough to to lay that marker on Justin Fields. But, you know, a guy you can look at when you're thinking of comparable stats is, is Jalen Hurts, right? A lot of people have been talking about that. And, you know, one big stat that I've been looking at, uh, you know, for, for Justin Fields, because he, he excelled at it in college at Georgia and Ohio State was completion percentage. And, you know, when you're looking at Jalen Hurts, that has uh, risen significantly over his first three years. 52% is rookie year, 61% is second year, 67% this last year. And when you're looking at Justin Fields, I mean, that's what you're hoping, right? Where year one, he was in the uh, mid-50s. This year, he's in, his, he's in the 60s in terms of completion percentage. So, yeah, I don't expect him. I don't expect this to be the quarterback that is operating this offense in years to come. And, and Grody, you brought up a really great, great question in regards to that very topic right there. Yeah, it's if you are somebody who is like let's say your thumbs up on Justin Fields, you've seen enough. You do you think he's the Bears, you know, franchise quarterback? Ask yourself this and I will ask you the same question, Gabe. Do you think that Justin Fields should be the Bears quarterback for the next 10 years? Because that's what you think. If you're if you're in on Justin Fields, can I Fields, include the two that he's already played? Okay, so that's, uh, that's not twelve. Fine, years. So fine. Get another so, eight. So eight, eight. Okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Eight, eight more years of Justin Fields. Would you sign up? Because that's what you're saying. Like, if you are thumbs up on Justin Fields, would you lock him in for the next eight years in your I, mind? Well, based off what every expert is saying in terms of the direction of the NFL, what the quarterback position will look like in eight years, and it looks like a bunch of Justin Fields out there. That's what everyone's saying. So if that's the case. And we have not the prototype because there's others that exist out there, but we have someone that is cut from that same cloth at the very beginning. And then we, we've seen his growth in real time throughout the course of this season. So it, 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 it would only make sense that he will then continue to grow over the course of, of those eight years. So, yes, I'd much rather have – I'm being careful with my words because I'm, I'm, I'm now saying that I want Justin Fields as a bear for the yeah, – yeah, I'm going to confidently say – I would like and would have Justin Fields be the quarterback if he continues 
to grow at the rate that he has this season. Yeah. I think that's important. Right, and, I, and it's okay. To I don't be, want Justin yeah. Fields. I don't want 2022 Justin Fields for the next not. eight seasons. Justin Fields doesn't want that. He True. told us he doesn't want that. True. He's zero interest in that. How much deviation is there, though? I think that's the part that I think Bears fans really have to discuss because you can't put it on the shoulders of Justin Fields to then become – you know, Jalen Hurts and throw for 4,000 yards for Josh Allen and throw for four or 5,000 yards. Like, I think to me that's unrealistic from what we've seen so far from Justin Fields. Am I off by saying that? I think that, that you're, you're correct on that, that it's, it's unrealistic. But there, there's that part with so much of this. If they do rebuild the offensive line, if they do add a couple of really good receivers to what they have, Darnell Mooney and now the, the extension of Equinemia St. Brown as well, then then there's no excuses left. Wouldn't you expect to see a huge jump from Justin Fields if he had those guys around? Because then if you don't say that, then you're saying that there's actually a fundamental issue with his passing. And that's part of what we all of us don't know. I think he's going to get that part down, but there are people. But to that, what extent, Grody? That, that's the question that I have. To what extent? Is it getting that part down and then all of a sudden he becomes an elite passer? Or is it getting that part down and now he's just a little bit better? It, it, but that's the thing, Gabe. It's unfair because you don't know either way. Right. You can't pit him against Jalen Hurts and compare him to what Jalen Hurts is without the tools that Jalen Hurts has. So it's stupid to even sit here and look in Justin Field and say, well, I think he's going to be this or as a good guy, or I think he's going to be this as a trash quarterback because he just doesn't have the resources. So, so you're saying that you're saying that, that, that the unknown still exists even if he does have the resources. He's done the one thing that he can do with this current offense and show you that he can be a scrambling quarterback when he doesn't have protection and doesn't have a wide receiver who knows how to get open. He's improved the one thing that he can improve on his own. Without the help of other people, I understand that. I, 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 I just, I, I try to put myself in a position like if he had AJ Brown, if he had Devonta Smith, if he had you know Dallas Goddard instead of Cole Komet. What does and the offensive line also? What what does Justin Fields look like in that space? Can't wait to find out because they broke down and changed the whole thing after the Washington game because they didn't have the weapons to put together a passing attack. And then you just look at the equation: how what was the percentage that was the offensive line? What was the percentage that it was the wide receivers and tight ends? What was the percentage that it was Justin Fields? Fields? And that's the part that's a mystery to me. Are there actual fundamental flaws? In, in the way he passes or the, his rhythm and timing? Are there actual things that are on Justin Fields that need to be fixed, and can they be fixed as well? That's the part we don't yeah. know. But, but you know, the sample in college is what it is, too. Because it's not as if it's a, you know, he keeps throwing off his back foot like Jay Cutler and Rex Grossman, right? It's not like something that you could point to that you try to fix it and he does it regardless. It, it, there, there are other things there because it's a talent issue more so than that. So I, I then return the question to you, Mark Grody. Is Justin Fields your quarterback for the next for the remaining eight years of this ten that we're talking <laughs> yes. about? Yes, yes, he is. He is, and and part of it is what you were saying, 
the that that is the future of the NFL, and I can't think of a a better product than Justin Fields and combining all of that. And I thought about that too when I watched Nick Foles. Not only is Nick Foles slow, but it just, it made me think that wow, oh my God, that type of quarterback <laughs> that has zero ability to be elusive and make nothing, no longer make something out of nothing. That's that it, it's not just that it can no longer exist; it's not existing as much. Like you yeah. saw, I, I watched that. Tom Brady's a different animal. But even that looks strange. That there is no escapability. Like I was like, wow, that he he looked he looked defenseless to me when I watched Nick Foles. So that's a big part of it. And then getting back on track with Justin Fields specifically, I've seen like th- that he took the jump that he did this year, albeit with his like that's still important to see. As much sure. as none of us really wanted to see him run as much as he did this year, how important is it to to know that? He has got one of the most important parts of being a quarterback in the modern era down, the ability to be a straight-up weapon as a runner, a guy who is going to get 60-yard touchdown runs. I mean, that that's massive. So to discount the running part, I think that's what people do. Like, there's some danger in that. To discount that as well, that's a fun trick. We don't want to see that anymore. Don't discount it. And think about when you add, let's say, Justin Fields – averages 220 yards passing Ooh. next year. Ugh. See? Now you like that. My hard pitter patters right. there. Okay. To, to go along with probably not 1,000 yards, but sure. maybe two or, 50 three, yards a game. two or three 60-yard touchdown runs or just runs on the field, explosive plays. If you just added that and then you continue to add, I mean, we're talking about developing into the elite quarterback, and maybe it'll happen in year four with Justin Fields. So how about that? 220 yards to go along with, you know, averaging about 40 yards rushing. Fun game year. we get to play, Mark. Yeah, we do Fun like to game. play. We got a whole night of games tomorrow <laughs> night, too. This is great. 7 to 10, Offside yeah. Sports Bar and Grill in Woodstock. Yeah. Make sure you check us out, Grody and I. will be hanging out then, but we're hanging out right now till 6, filling in for Parkins and Spiegel, and we get to talk about another superstar in the city of Chicago on the other side, one that seems to be a bit disgruntled. Uh, if you're listening to Casey Johnson, that is the case. Uh, what did Zach Levine, or what is Zach Levine feeling about this current Chicago Bulls team? We get to talk a little bit about uh, the Bulls on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Iowa in play, up top to DeRozan. High screen from Levine. DeRozan comes up shooting, 18-footer circle right. Got it! Count it! Foul! DeMar DeRozan, the hoop, the harm, and one. And the Bulls lead 118-117 with four-tenths of a second. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel on this Wednesday in the city of Chicago. 
Uh, Chuck Swirsky with the call right there. Bulls taking on the Nets tonight. 645 pregame starts. Chuck, Bill, Alyssa Berger, Mini. And will Mark Grody and I be taking you all the way to 635? It's 35. We're going to go oh, to 35. 35. Oh. We've got oh. commercials. we got a little Joe Owen there. You see this hard sell I'm doing right now? Dude, I'll, I told you I'd do it. I'll sit here with you, too. Really? No. Yeah, why not? Really? What do I have to do? Dude, I don't have any family or a girlfriend. <laughs> you want to get crazy? Hey, I got an idea. Let's do a radio thing. Let's get a girlfriend for Shade on the radio. No, you guys, the I've other day before, when I, Monday, Monday during you? during this show, Dork. Grody was uh, talking about his, his how he was boo-hooing about how all his friends are married and he's the single guy that everybody sets sets him up with. That sets him up with right. people. Aw, Mark Grody well, gets it, to be the older guy that deals yeah. with grown-ass yeah. women that are just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. But I was talking about that yesterday, and you were doing the, you know, hey, look at this guy. I am not open for business right now. Well, maybe I am. What the hell does that mean? You know why? Because I've, because... I am no good for anybody, right? Because I've gained this Dude, weight. Dude, you're doing that and thing. And I don't You're feel doing the self-deprecating thing. No, 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 no. Trying to get no, no, the no. women to feel sorry I, No, I'm not, actually. I, I'm trying to make that clear. Like, I just, I'm not feeling good about me right now. Like, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, so a little self-caring. Like, a little self-care. self-caring. Like, I got to get myself right or all the dates are just going to be us going out for, you know, fettuccine Alfredo. You know, that's what I'm – so that, unfortunately like, – Got to like, go to Club Lago. Got to use the connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Got to exactly. bring them over there. Like, if something – like I, I'm not saying I'm going to necessarily shoo things away, but I'm not, like – and there probably have been women that I've been interested in, but I'm like, ugh, look at me. Like, I've never yeah. met two men in uh, Grody over there. And then – That's that, Shane. That have yeah. that have sh- shunned women away. Oh, in the way no. that you two do. No, it's not, it's not because no, it's not that. you guys are I'm always not interested. I, I'm always reading your tweets, and it's like, yeah, I'm shutting it down. I'm not doing. This. You're always telling me, no, I'm not available. Right? Like, what are we talking hey, about? I didn't say that. I tweeted like five days ago. The one thing I'm doing in 2023 is actively dating. Good for you. I'll put myself out there in 2023. Good for you. Okay, well, you and I have had many a talk, Shane, on our podcast. Find me a nice Puerto Rican girl, Gabe. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that Tanny's thing purchased? Are, Tanny's already you got, 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 got a Latina, and I'm not trying to give them all up, all right? It's Ooh, yeah, white that'd be funny. That I would, know if I can handle that. That would way, make three or four on the show. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Because who do the Puerto Ricans get? Let's be very clear. You guys want to go on a sidebar tangent right now? Who do the Puerto Ricans get? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the white dudes in the burbs dating all our Latinas. Oh. You got the, you got the black guys in the city dating our Latinas. Like, who do the Puerto Ricans, who do we get, you know? As I as I talk about mm. my wife who's half black, half white, <laughs> <laughs> I got the whole spectrum. I'm you like, screw, screw both of you guys. I'm dating somebody from both. <laughs> that that's hilarious. You win, Gabe. Right. That is an absolute win. No, hey, I'm I'm not saying woe is me and like I'm not interested. I'm saying I feel like I'm not at my best right now. I don't want to present this. You should stop saying that. to some woman. If right you want to, if you do, do want to date eventually, maybe you don't go that yeah. route. Like I'm just not my best self, because then oh, it sounds like soft. Now I sound and, like soft now. You know what I'll do? Yeah. I'll tra- I'll transition to some bulls. Okay, uh, bulls. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's play this clip that uh, that you uh, brought up, uh, Chuck Swirsky. We had an opportunity to talk to him on Monday, and you asked him a very specific question about one of the stars of the Chicago Bulls. Do you think that uh, Chuck that Zach Levine will continue to buy into Demar Derozan getting the last shot? Of every game, you think, I was thinking about that at the Cleveland game. Will there come a point where Zach Levine will be like, 
yo, write me up a play for these last second shots. And I get, like, it should be DeRozan. But At least to switch it up so everybody doesn't know that it's always going to be DeMar. I don't have a problem with everybody knowing it's going to be DeMar. That's the way superstars operate. But at some point in time, when is Zach Levine going to say, what about me? Well, you know what? I haven't brought that up with Zach. I don't know his feelings about that. I would say this is that, uh, you know, the other night when DeMar, uh, you know, took over, uh, and the Bulls won in overtime over Milwaukee. I mean, the first guy to congratulate DeMar was Zach. I don't think there's any personal animosity or professional acrimony no. between the two whatsoever. And I think Zach has totally bought in to who DeMar was and is and vice versa. Um, you know, I, I th- that game the other night, honestly, it was a game of runs like all NBA games are where you know Cleveland got off to a great start. They lived by 14 at one stage. In the uh, fourth quarter, Bulls came back, looked like the Bulls were going to, you know, kind of hold steady. And then Cleveland had a late run. Um, but this is this is a case where if you have three major options on the floor, and I include Vucevic, because I'd like to see Vuce get more touches in the post, uh, especially a game tonight against Jared Allen. Jared Allen is a really good defensive player. Um, his offensive game is still... I, I, I don't know. I mean, deep in the paint, in the semicircle, he can dunk and he can probably score a little bit. But I think Vooch uh, can really do a number on him. And I'd love to see, as they did the other day with Patrick Williams, to include and get him going early. I'd love to see Vooch get a touch. So they've got three options. And, you know, DeMar has you know, been the recipient of that call at end of games over the last year or so. Interesting because, uh, I mean, I, I think about Zach Levine and the, the stuff that happened in the locker room and, you know, what that was all about. I was just thinking, like, DeRozan automatically getting these last shots. Yeah. Eventually, it's got to bug Zach Levine. And I don't know what to how deeply to read into this, but this was tweeted that Zach Levine has privately at times questioned his role with the Chicago Bulls per Casey Johnson on the Bulls Talk podcast. So I just thought it was interesting that we were kind of thinking along those lines. Yeah. And then now, and I don't know if that's what it is, if if Levine is like, when am I going to get the last second shot? I, but I, it doesn't feel like he's their, well, he's not their best player. Uh, or is he their best player? I, I, think, Should I be. think Zach's the best player. I think when it comes to getting buckets like consistently from their spot, DeMar gets that. And that's why I feel like when it comes to the last shot for the Bulls, if there is less than 10 seconds, that ball needs to go to Zach Levine. Because not only can he get to the cup, he can make that three-point shot for you with time you know, winding down. If there's more than 10 seconds, then I think you go DeMar. Okay. Because he needs to create a shot. He needs to find – we saw it against the Cleveland Cavaliers on, on Monday. You got DeMar out there three feet behind the three-point line trying to shoot something. And it's, that's not his shot. That's, yeah. not, that's not his game. But there were only, you know, five seconds left on the, shot, on the clock. Yeah. So that's – in those situations, I feel like you need to give it to Zach Levine. So I could see where there's frustration from Zach because you're looking at that and you're like – DeMar ain't no three-point shooter. Why are we putting him in a position to have to shoot this three to win the game when I can create my own shot, especially in five seconds? Right, and we don't know for sure that that's what he's thinking. I mean, we're that's kind what of, I'm thinking for I, Zach. No, I mean, I, I was thinking 
the exact same thing myself that yeah. it was well, when is Zach going to because and it's it's sort of weird to get angry about it because DeMar DeRozan has been extremely effective in in hitting game winning shots for the Bulls going back to last year he's had one this year I know he just missed the one the yeah. other day so you don't necessarily not want DeRozan taking them but if you're Zach Levine I'd be like today you for just me? You, you feel bad for Zach because since that Minnesota game he's done exactly what everyone has asked of him the extra pass, playing a team more more of a team game. So what does he get in return? Mm. It's like a bad relationship. You're doing everything, and your girl ain't doing nothing for you. Well, well, well that's my relationship. All right, Todd, it's Gabe and Grody right here on 670. The score filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Uh, we get an opportunity to go back to the Bears, and there were two uh, Chicago Bears specifically that were talking about DeMar Hamlin and how it affected them. Uh, who were those two guys, and how did it get into their psyche? We'll uh, hear from them after the break. It's Gabe and Grody on 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 